Tom Hanks be... bullet to the butt talks. No, it's gonna be <laughs> like like Addie's wedding day or something. Like I'm gonna like it's gonna be so big, you're not gonna see it coming. So many years down the road, that's gonna be the comeback. The... <laughs> Like I mean, that's a pretty good little. Story. Even though I was pretty tempting to smoke you in the porta potty with the grave, <laughs> but I was like, that's just too mean. Like I don't want to do anything that's like mean or gonna cause any type of damage. I just want it to be like something that's like a good gotcha moment. I mean, that's a pretty good story. What? Calling it them. I was just. We were so convinced both ways at different times. You're I like, know. No, that's them. And then we see tracks, and then, like, I hear different people, like, no, there's a bull. Like, go get set up. You also, right before that, told me there was a bull walking up behind me. No, I swear. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're just sitting there calling at Mark and Zach. Oh, my gosh. And Tyler just, Tyler's in front of me, and I'm behind him, and he just turns around and goes, go, 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 go. And I'm like, what the heck? Because I'm deaf and can't oh hear a thing. Gosh, he goes, there's a bull, there's a bull, there's a bull. I swear, there had to have been. No, there were so many tracks in there. And I, That's where we pushed those, that day before, I pushed four bulls right through there. Right, but like, I, no. I'm convinced we were in elk. And we left. So behind us, Mark and, and Zach are... Behind you? No, up and over a mountain ridge. Well, behind us, Mark and Zach are calling still, trying to get Tyler fired back up again while we're thinking there's a bull around us, which we'd never... Tyler's convinced. I have no idea. I couldn't hear anything. Long story short, Tyler ends up calling Mark and Zach down a mountain, <laughs> through a meadow, and up a saddle... And, uh, they, the mountain through the woods to Grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they get back to camp, and they're telling us the story of how they pushed a bull through the meadow and then up and over the saddle, and oh, we're just kind of sitting there. Tyler eventually tells them that, uh, oh, that was me. And <laughs> they were like, less than excited about hearing that it was us. That's not what actual emo- bull. like from that point on on our hunting trip. I was emotionally defeated. Oh. <laughs> like, like. All right, <laughs> let's set the story up from We the also went in an yeah. extra thousand feet in elevation. So we split up. We're hunting our favorite elk area. Me and Mark had got on some elk. <coughs> if we're on, like, we're on a ridge, me and Mark went right a couple days before and got into elk. Tyler and Connor liked the area to the left, so they went left the day be- a couple days before, right? So then we're up there in the morning. Me and Mark decide to go back to the right, and Connor and Tyler decide, yeah, we're going to go back left. And thinking, me and Mark spend the rest of the day hunting, like, two ridges over, bombing all over the place, trying to find elk. Which we did. We did. And thinking, yeah, Tyler and Connor are also going to go and try to find elk, and actually hit it hard. Miles. Six miles, seven miles to the north. Maybe not that far, but miles away from you guys. Yeah, I was thinking they're actually going to go try to find elk. Which we were. Which we were. You guys hiked like half a mile. We hiked half a mile, and then we thought we heard a bull like behind us. Which was probably us. Anyways, me and Mark climb all the way back up to the ridge. End of the day, thinking, (laughs) 
Tyler and Connor are still probably trying to find elk where they are. We hear a bull down where the bu we've heard actual elk before. So me and Mark drop all the way down the face again to the bottom to set up on this bull because it's evening. We're on top of the ridge because it's evening trying to head home. And we drop all the way back down into the bottom, <laughs> opposite way from camp, to get on this bull because the thermals are pulling down now. Hang on. Where were we? Um, you guys had dropped down. Yeah, we're down in the bottom of the valley, way away from camp, chasing a bugle that uh, Tyler ended up being the bugle and had called us all the way down there just for fun. It wasn't just for fun. I, me and Mark are still pl plotting our revenge. But. No, for sure. Like, I had to do an extra thousand feet, probably an elevation change that it's day true. because of that bugle. It's true. Easily. There's not more than a thousand feet. Like, we were on top of the ridge to drop down the backside to go home. And instead, we dropped the full send <laughs> down the face, down through that valley oh, well, to we, get the wind right. I mean, we actually dropped the word bugle to elk. So did we! Times. At one point, we did. That's how we heard what got me was we heard your bugle so far away. Yeah, we heard your bugle and we were like on, on like the very, very back over. side of the ridge. No, like I, I, the name is, it's a different named ridge. I can't say names oh, on this podcast Scott. apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't say the name of that mountain right, so hey. Yeah, Mountain. We were on the, coming up that ridge where the ridges connect. And heard it. So, like, we went up a ridge, down a little bit, then up and over ridge one. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty much the end of our 2019 elk season. <laughs> Day two. <laughs> Day three. Also, we got to start hunting walkie-talkies. For sure. Why don't we? It's illegal. It's not know. illegal. You just can't use it to locate elk. Yeah. Okay. So like you, you can't, can't hunt with them. You <coughs> like, I could go, them. Tyler, did you just bugle? And he could go, yeah. And now I wouldn't be owing him what no. I owe him. Come Let's on. do that. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a good sense. idea. Or like, I'm hey, going to post signs as I'm hiking into certain areas telling guys what channel I'm on. And be like, stay away. <laughs> if I hear a bugle, I'm going to be like, everybody be on that channel. I want to know if any hunters are bugling down in that canyon. Because I've caught so many hunters last year. Man. Tell them about the time we were drawing <coughs> four hunters coming through the woods. Think we, <laughs> we drew on hunters. We didn't draw on hunters, but we were darn close. I was down on a knee, and I didn't know whether I should be full drawn or have my pistol out. Something big was coming through the woods. Mark and I in like the thick, like you couldn't see fifteen feet in front of you. Thick. No, we. So it was our first time <coughs> up there, and we had just gotten our butts whooped day one. No, that was that was day one. We just got our butts whooped. Hiking all the way up there, yeah. back down. We hop in the truck, get to the end of the gate where we where we camped, and we just started. We just you know that little road that goes down to the lake. We just hiked up from that there. Fork up to the right. We, hiked okay. up we just see so much elk. I mean, we saw. We didn't see anything. No sort of sign of life in that. We were that morning. Sign in those tickets. We, and we just saw thick. so much sign, and we're like, okay, now we're in elk country, and then we start hearing oh, just coming God. through the thick. And Mark and I look at each other. 
Market's on a knee. We both knock an arrow. Like, like we're gonna double this thing. Like, up. If this we're thing about comes to be frontal, like we're like seven yards frontal on the board for sure. Like both of us are sticking this thing. <coughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, homeboys three, from three homeboys from Iowa come <laughs> <laughs> through. And as soon as we heard the voices, we quick. <laughs> I didn't hear the voice at first. Tyler's like, Mark, unknock. Mark, unknock. Because I'm like still like, I got to The pistol's unstrapped. Oh you know, like, because I don't know what's going to come through the like, woods. We are like heart beating, like something's going down. And all of a sudden, literally in a place that nobody should have been. So thick. So, like, we got three guys uh, just... You know, came out from the Midwest. One has a camera. One guy has a tag. There's, you know, trying to hunt out west. And that night, we told them, like, we just got our butts whooped. There's nothing out here. We sent them away, like... (laughs) Well, we we did send them. We shared with them two good pins. We we were like, hey, these are areas we've gotten into elk before. Because we literally had no idea, like, what the next day... To preface, that morning... We hiked up this trailhead, first light. So pumped. So pumped. We went up, I think it was 2,500 feet in elevation, straight up that trail. It was a lot. Yeah. It <laughs> Over was, the course of like a mile or two. Yeah, and it took us the whole morning to just get to the top. Like we, was, might have, we might have been hiking at like 6.30. We didn't get up there until 10.30. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> like. You know, I saw maybe two birds going up there. <laughs> yeah, we, we cut those fresh bear tracks. That's true. I still do want to hunt that meadow up on top there, yeah. but I'm not accessing it from that way. So either way, like our, we are whooped. Like I am just like physically dead. And so we are thinking we're leaving this area too. Yeah. But we're out there for that night, so we're like, we'll camp one more night. And on on X, we had found another way, literally to that same ridge from the backside, a different access point. But you can drive. That was only like 600 feet in elevation of hiking. <laughs> and like, what do we hike that hike in? What does that take us? 45 minutes. minutes? 45 minutes? Yeah, under an hour. It's yeah, yeah we can hike it in under an hour in the morning going up. It's uphill the whole way. So set that preference of like, we were acting in everybody's best interest. Oh, that's true. And so we tell them, hey, you've driven out here. You're, you know, on the trip of your guys' dreams. There's no elk in here. And we send them to a place that, you know, we were actually contemplating going. We're going we're gonna to hike this out the next day just... You know, give it at least a couple days. And we get up on top of this ridge. Because they had already spent a couple days there. It's true. The Iowa boys had already spent And they had seen nothing, heard nothing. And so we were all defeated. So we, we sent them to a good spot. And we get up the next day, hiking around, find this sweet, sweet ridge looking over a meadow. And we're defeated too. I mean, we, I mean, there was sign and tracks and stuff, but I don't know, bugling. <laughs> literally, I'm drying my socks out, just drenched, like ready to go. Like we literally were packing our. No, back. we said no. We had pack on our backs. Your socks were back on. Your boots were on. Like we're packing. We're up, turning to, to walk up back. And, 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 and we Martin, heard it. And we heard it. And ever so faint, I think I hear a bugle, and I go, Tyler, hold up. I think I hear something. Now to preface all this for all of you who are just starting calling on an elk bugle. So we're not the best storytellers. Well, well, I'm a rabbit trail in real life. Read. You need to hold up. We gotta start with like my bow broke on that hike in because we had fresh snow That's going right. up that mountain Mark that morning. Slipped. I slipped and smashed my bow sight. So your bow sight. So my, I'm, I'm the only. I'm shooter. out of commission. 
Yeah. Mark is just wanting to leave to get a new. Mark, do you want to go get your bugle and give the audience? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll know when they hear it in the woods. <laughs> but this is still the craziest. I mean, this is the craziest encounter I've ever had. But we literally are packing up, leaving. Mark is blowing out. Yeah, that's it. That's what we're doing. We're practicing different types of calling. So Mark, I asked Mark, "Do you know how to lit ball?" And he's like, "What?" It's like, I think that's what it's called, but this is what it kind of sounds like. So I let out a lip ball, just a big, raspy, long, <coughs> mean, throaty bugle over this canyon. And I probably bugled terrible. like 20 times, just and, practicing. And Mark is like literally trying to lip ball, and he's like coughing through his bugle tube <laughs> at one point. <laughs> it's bad. And we're, I mean, we're packs on, yeah, like Mark said, ready to go. Mark goes... Tyler, did you hear that? And I literally say, no, like, there's no way. You said, don't no. do this to me, right? Yeah, don't <laughs> do this to me. Like, my heart, instead of leaving, we're going to go kill elk at a place that we think there's elk. We just wanted to get away from this place. It, it is taking our souls. And Mark goes, did you hear that? And he's like, Kyle, we got to chase a bugle. So we ran up the point further to get to a better point to hear. Yep. We get up on that point. And we not only hear one bugle, we hear three bulls going off from that point. Two across on another mountain face and one up and around on top of another point. So I I keep kind of bugling going back and forth with this. And clearly we get one of them like the most fired up. Yep. And it's starting to close some distance. Yep. But in order to, for us to get, like it's just a bare cliffside going down. And we need to get down to the timber line. Right. So we just take off. Yep. So we're, we're running, and Mark's still bugling. I'm still, at this point, I'm convinced it's hunters, because they are literally, man, watching YouTube videos and how-tos. They say, jump on top of each other, sound just like the other person, and this is what this bugle's doing to us. I'm like, this dude's watching the same videos <laughs> we are, like the same how-tos. I'm like, that's a hunter. And it's on top of this other ridge. There's two bugles going off the top of this ridge. They would kind of converge and then go separate. I'm like, yeah, it sounded like the two bulls were together. These are hunters. Like, there's no like, there's two dudes bugling on top of that ridge. And all of a sudden, this thing starts dropping like so fast, and like, and that's when Tyler knows it's a bull. So I take off sprinting. I'm like, Mark, like, keep I'm just trying to keep up bugling with Tyler. Now, down a 50-degree slope. Oh, yeah. So steep. Yeah, I'll tell you about how I almost died hiking back up after this. Uh, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but, okay, so, to preference, this is my first year blowing a reed bugle. I'm blowing Phelps calls. I'm not blowing my little bite-a-pack of bugle. <laughs> and I've only blown on the red maverick call. And all this excitement, I miss putting the call back into my bino harness as we're blowing down the mountain here. And I got a call for Tyler. And all I got left is a gray one and an orange one that I've maybe blown three times. <laughs> Calling, I'm convinced, is 100% between the ears. Because I just slipped that gray call in and just kept trying to fire off bugles. And this bull just kept coming in as hot as could be. Yeah. So, yeah, so this bull came in, it went from <coughs> the top of a ridge, came storming down, and it was a pretty big face that it came down, yeah. across, um, like a little basin, and the wind was howling down the mountain that we were standing on. We had, good, mean, we had perfect wind. We had perfect wind. Like, yeah, I mean, the wind was just, or it was howling up. Yes, sorry. it was pulling up. Yeah, it was yeah. pulling up. 
and <clears throat> this thing bugles probably, I don't know, 100 yards from where I'm standing. Mark lets off another bugle behind me, and then I'm on top of this rock. That, I yeah, mean, we can explain, too. As we're dropping down this face, we kind of hit then the timber line, but then in the timber line, what we couldn't see from where we were at because it was all timbered, is you would have like these like rolling points that would just hit like like eight to ten foot like rock drops. Yeah. So you'd hit one, and then you'd have to go like twenty or thirty yards to the right or the left and get around the rock face, kind of scoot down the grass. All this is treed, and it's right. pretty gnarly country. And set the preference so you understand what happens with this bull. We're dropping down those. So I'm sitting up on top of one. I'm still calling and I'm raking a tree with a stick, um, bugling. And I hadn't blown a cow call at this point yet. All bugles. And Yeah, so I'm standing on top of this rock. Probably 15-foot rock face on the front. Super steep off to the side. And this thing just bugles right below me. I can't see it. I'm, I feel like I'm standing on top of it. And I, I'm thinking, we're going to kill an elk. Like, this thing's going to come up to the left or to the right. And I have good shooting shooting lanes on either side. Like, this thing's just, like, this is going to be a dead elk. At this point, I haven't seen it. I've just heard it. It's right below me. All of a sudden, I just see this rack walking. Like, I see this rack come up on top of the rock I'm standing on. <laughs> and I drop to a knee and I draw. <coughs> this thing stops. I mean, like, eight yards from me. And I, I don't even see that. I see the rack. And that's a huge six by six. And this thing has, like, whale tails coming out the back. It was massive i am shaking like <laughs> nobody is this is your this. first like this hunting is my experience. experience this is my first year bow hunting yeah and so it's my first i'm like actually really elk hunting so i'm drawn <coughs> waiting for this thing to take two steps up this hill and it doesn't i see i see the head turn the big rack just turn left turn right um and it, i mean it must have been so so close to me that it just whiffed me because I mean, the wind was perfect, and the thing just took off, and I saw, that's why I saw the body running through the woods, and I just, I mean, I went from heart racing to just utter defeat, like, that was it. I just thought but, it was low oh slow. Oh my gosh. It's so, uh, there, there was no explaining that emotion um, until Mark experienced it the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah. me, Tyler, yeah. a, the whole hike back, Tyler was just, like, apologizing to me, like, the whole time. Like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. Like, and he kept saying that, like, I don't know how to describe, like, how I'm feeling right now. And he kept saying, like, the only other time in my life I haven't been able to describe how I'm feeling was at the birth of my first kid. <laughs> <laughs> so to put comparison and now, like, how we're all so hooked on elk hunting, it's like having kids. Um <laughs> Exactly like it's having like, kids, I can imagine. Allie, when you're older, listen to this. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and he's trying to explain that highest high, the lowest low. And, I mean, the story kind of continues from there. Because we climb then the whole way back up that mountain face and that rock crap. I have a moment where I got in a little pickle trying to climb through something. Lost my balance. I think I did fall, didn't I? What was this? Did I fall or just stumble backwards when we were going up that face? I don't know. I think I fell, and there was right on, like, the little rock point, but because the point kind of kicked up a little, like, that caught me. You don't remember that? I don't. Yeah. Also, I don't ever really keep up with anybody in the woods, so Tyler's half Billy Goats, and he was, like, 30 yards ahead of me the whole <laughs> time hiking goes. back up. I was also trying to go slow to try to find my red call, because <laughs> I knew it was somewhere in the woods. But, yeah, either way, I took a bad stumble, but... 
Yeah, because I remember watching The Rock fall the whole way down the cliff face and thinking, like, man, that could have been my body. <laughs> and um, we make it up and out of there, get right back up on top of the point, and then literally, like, not in good wind, but then, like, 150 yards up to the north that's in the right. opposite direction, we got another bull bugle. Yep, that's right. Um, and it kind of came, but then the wind wasn't good, and it definitely sniffed us and got out of there. Yeah, went up and over. So we now that place is one of our favorite places to hunt. For sure. And then this year we hunted it again and got into elk. Yeah. But that was day one of the hunt. And then... Yeah, so me and another buddy, Logan, guy I had been hunting with, we came down to... Mark and Tyler were on their big trip. Me and Logan were headed out for like nine days a week later. But we had this weekend free, so we ran down there. Mark calls us, just pumped out of his <coughs> mind, telling us he, they found out. They were both ecstatic. But Mark goes, can you just stop and get me a bow sight? <laughs> <laughs> so we stop at a sporting goods store, just pick up a sight that's on sale. The only one they had. You stopped yeah. the whole way down. You actually had to go past Yeah, we had to home. go south. Half hour probably. Thank you. Yeah, so we dri- and it's this road is like it's two hours back this road. So we get there. Mark and Tyler are actually still in the woods when me and Logan get there. So we get to camp, find their truck and trailer, and we we actually dropped off the face right at camp. We actually got into cows right below camp. Logan had a couple cows that he just couldn't get a shot of. Tyler still thinks they're muleys. They they were cows. But, so me and Logan are like, okay. It's like, it's going to happen. And we get to camp. We give Mark his bow sight, which turned out to be like the exact, almost the exact one you had, right? You know, I told you what I wanted. Trophy Rich 5 pin. Yeah. I'm pretty picky about that. <laughs> so, we get to camp. Then Mark spends an out. hour... Digging through his toolbox and truck to find the right set. To find Allen one keys. Allen key because it was different sets of Allen keys than my old site because it wasn't the same exact site, so okay. it was a different Allen key. Because I do keep all the sized Allen keys I need for my bow. I keep in my hunting bag. Yeah. The problem was I didn't just like tweak my bow. Like I full set smash my bow. Sight. Smart caught his full weight on his bow site. Yeah, it was bad. So <laughs> we get Mark gets his sight on, but it's. 9.30 at night now. It's dark. So we get the truck's headlights pointed right. Well, Logan had his light bar. Lo- oh, yeah, Logan had a light bar. We get the light bar on. I'm holding a headlamp on the site so Mark can see his pins. Well, you're standing on top of the... the... Yeah. <laughs> We're in the middle of the road. Mark gets his 20 pin set, and then he shoots one at 50 and says he's good. What I did was <laughs> I held the two sights together because they were the same size and spaced all my pins out the exact same. Okay. Then I shot it and adjusted the whole sight until my 20 pin was set. And then just to be safe, I flung three <laughs> 50 yards, and they were all dead on. And I figured, yeah, I'll trust her from here. It's pretty late. I was ready for bed. Yeah. So we get up. Me and Logan are really just there to call for Mark and Tyler. And, yeah, you guys want to take the story from here? So there's, like, big ridges. Ridge 1, where Mark and Tyler had the... Encounter. Which Ridge 1 is, I'm realizing that it's technically the second ridge over. That's why I always get lost. <laughs> no, Ridge 1's the one. Ridge 1's the main 
spine. No. The big one that looks down into the... Yeah, that's ridge one. But with the ridge that we, when we first hike up, there's that, remember, there's that valley between those two. They're two different ridges. I'll show you on maps then. Yeah. Because you got to hike down that trail a while to get where the ridges come together. Like the ridge that goes this way? And yeah, the I guess they... Yeah. Technically, there's one, two, three, four ridges we're hunting, not just the three. Not that that justifies <laughs> me getting turned around back there, because I should know that. <laughs> I'm fine until I look at Onyx. Yeah. And then Onyx confuses me. So we, we heard some bulls that morning from Ridge 1, didn't we? Off on that other face, but they just like piped off a couple times and then mm-hmm. went silent. Yeah, they did, because that's why we hiked over to Ridge 2 then, which at this point, Tyler, that on that other day, me and you never hiked over to Ridge 2. We didn't go over there. We just knew the bulls came from there. Like, they came mm-hmm. down Ridge 2. Yeah. And they were betting on the face of Ridge 2. They were betting two. on the face of Ridge 2, and we called them down up onto Ridge 1, where we were. Um, but we decided to go check out Ridge 2, and yeah, so it was behind Ridge 2. Yeah, we make a big loop, like, cross, take it through a saddle, get up into this big, like, burn area. And we're just hiking out this ridge, kind of trying to get, like, because the thermals are pulling up now, trying to get, like, up above their bedding area with good wind to see if we can get something piping off. And then all of a sudden, like, so another ridge away, like ridge three then, we just hear a bull bugle from that vicinity. It's far off. It's far off. There's a patch of timber way over there that I personally thought the bull was in. I had, I had never. We met didn't know him. the terrain. We yeah. didn't know there was that deep no. of a bog. Yeah, first wall. morning in this country for me and Logan, and then we're just like the country we're in is super open because it's just like pick up stick deadfall. Yeah, and then it burn. And like just burn. So the but the country's kind of like it's got these like little flat like rolling terraces. Calm, like yeah, benches coming. Like down. these little benches. Yeah. So. We're standing on top of this one, just kind of like thinking about how to play this elk. And I'm, I bugle back and forth with it. And I, I hit some note or something and this bull just comes unglued. And he just starts like his next bugles hundred yards closer. So Mark and Tyler, the shooters just bomb off this bench down to the lip of the next bench. Logan goes down with them. And there's, I stayed up in this little patch of timber and just started raking. And this bull was just beelining towards me. And I think there was a little bit of com- miscommunication because <laughs> this bull was coming to me. And Mark and Tyler and Logan are a good like 150 yards in front of me because this country's so open on the lip of this next bench. Like this was the best calling setup we have ever done. Like, I am 150 yards behind them. This bull is coming to me. So he's going to walk by them. Wind's great. No idea they're in the world. There's some miscommunication, I guess, in calling. There's miscommunication, but looks like... I mean, we're all... The bull all knew at this. Yeah, there was a miscommunication. I mean, I was expecting... Because Logan bugled, and that's what Zach's saying is a miscommunication. Yeah. Logan started bugling down by them. We were trying to simulate... Really what happened was that bull came in way faster than we were anticipating. Because, like, I was still moving, and then I saw the bull. Like, mm-hmm. I was trying to get down a whole nother bench. Right. So the plan was was that, like, 
we wanted it to make it seem like from where Zach was calling, like the bull was starting to move in on the other bull because that worked really well for me and Tyler the day before and getting that bull to come in. Um, So that was the plan, but that bull, at least that was the plan in me, Logan, and, and Tyler's head. But that pool closed so much ground faster than we thought. Yeah. And then also, I was over to the right too far with the wind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, I was, I was anticipating this thing. I mean, literally at this point, I am so green. Like all I know about elk hunting is what I've seen on YouTube. And when people I was watching, when bulls are bugling coming in, they're sprinting at like at it. They're saying hunt aggressive get in like if it's coming you get in on it and so in my head i'm like i have to sprint (laughs) and i'm like yeah mark like get down their bed like go 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 yeah i still don't know how they all three of these guys covered that country through the deadfall as fast as they did (laughs) they levitated across it i ran the whole way yeah with a broad (laughs) end like i might even have been clipped in (laughs) like ready to shoot from the hip so Logan, Logan bugles trying to get this bull even more fired up, but I think just like all of a sudden there was two bulls bugling at this one bull, and the bull kind of like circled and I mean Tyler was within. I was at twenty. So, Tyler, I, so I was drawn 20. at twenty. So I had actually gotten down to like the nose of that bench, and he came up. I mean, probably thirty yards from me, and he starts walking. Um, and I have a clear as day broadside shot. If you were to take a, a couple, a couple shots or a couple steps, um, and so he's standing there, and I, I am drawn. And again, I'm, I'm shaking, but from the experience the day before, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna like be calm and collected. And I'm drawn like literally, I think I can take two steps, so these like saplings aren't my way, and we're killing a bull. And this thing just stops. It was walking, and it stops. Yep. And so why it stopped was because I was to the right of Tyler coming down. He was ahead of me again. Um, I was lagging behind a little bit <laughs> through all that deadfall. I didn't quite get to the lip. So the bull crested the lip, and I was still moving. And I saw the bull crest, and I just froze. And instantly knew, like, my wind here is not the best. Like, all it's going to take is one little swirl because... The wind was taking my scent like over to Tyler, but the bull was still kind of down far enough. It's kind of between us. Yeah. And so Tyler had it broadside at 20, and I had it quartered to me at 48. Because mm-hmm. I had time to range it and to knock, and I needed the thing to just take a step. One step, and I was going to draw and shoot was the plan. But I didn't want to draw with it looking at me, um, which then create another problem because I had about a good 20 seconds of me and this bull locking eyes at 40 <laughs> yards having a soul-to-soul moment <laughs> and I'm like he knows I'm here like I'm standing behind a pine tree like two small pine trees that are coming up and I got my head and bow just in the gap I had a good shooting lane the problem was he had a big tree right in front of him so that's why the bull stopped it stops that saw mark so what I'm trying to get at is that if, like, Logan and Zach didn't buy me a bow sight, I think Tyler's shooting that bull. Because <laughs> I'm probably up raking with Zach or something, since they won't let me call. Um, <laughs> Mark's bugle sounds great. The one and he's the biggest bull I've ever seen in my life. 
And to preface, this bull only sounded off because I bugled. It's true. We were all about to drop down the backside of the point, and I'm like, I just want to throw a couple bugles out into this basin now that we're done. Everybody else is done calling in it, and then the bull sounded <laughs> off. I don't know. I have a high pitched bugle and miss a whistle. Miss a whistle. <laughs> yeah, you'll know it when you hear it. Yep. But but those bulls were fired up. They yeah. wanted to fight. Yeah. I mean, like we use no cow calls. No cow calls, just bugling. So even after it saw Mark, it winded us, it circled us, and it was running away. We, it was I think still someone bugling. else was bugling. It bugled. And the elk stopped. bugled when it was 20 yards from you. Because right. it bugled when it was staring at you, yeah. which so was such was, a cool thing to see the breath. and like. yeah. But then when it circled us and we thought it might come back, it stopped out in the open after we bugled again. I think Logan bugled, and it stopped. And we thought it might might come back and then but at that point too out. our wind was just oh, sucking yeah. right to I mean, it from all of us guys all three of us probably at that point because as soon as it started running off I, I got out of my little shooting area and tried to get it was a sweet ball it was a smaller 5x5 five five, but it was all like wallowed up it was yeah, came, in came, mud. we got it up and out of the wall yeah, it, it was, definitely bugled wallowed I think he was already mad wallowing and we just caught him when he was already ticked off and, so but Anyway, peak rut is the funnest time. Oh my gosh. To hunt out. So, I wasn't bow hunting this year yet. Mark, after that year, gives me his bow, his old bow, and I have heard these stories. So, I'm going into 2019 first year archery hunting and expecting (laughs) the time of my life just seeing bulls bugle everywhere. And I didn't see Jack squat or hear Jack squat the whole 2019 season. We got our bulls bugling. We got two more bull encounters for 2018 on that same ridge. On that same day? No, one that day, remember? We bumped the raghorn. Oh, so yeah. we dropped down a point after we blew this bull out. We dropped down the point that bull came out of thinking, you know, let's just keep working our way down. There's probably other bulls down there. Right. We went the whole way down that bottom. We did get on a bull bedded that we just couldn't play with. He was bedded at the very bottom. We called yeah. in a hunter. Yeah, it turns out this place was crawling with hunters. Crawling with people. On the weekend. On the weekend, yeah. But we dropped down that ridge, and then we come. We just came right back out yeah. the same way we came in. And literally bedded right where we walked four hours before we bumped the raghorn bull. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it stopped. We all thought Tyler was going to shoot it because it, we started cow calling like crazy when we bumped it. Right. And it gave us a peek at about 50 to 60 yards broadside. And Tyler drew, but we didn't have it ranged quick enough. Right. And I didn't have a pin. I had a four-pin sight at that, yeah. that time. And I just didn't have a pin. And I I just didn't trust my... No, I, I mean, mean, it was, it was probably good. Dark. It was probably good you didn't shoot. Yeah, right. But it was crazy. We were walking out. You guys were talking... And all of a sudden, we blow this like, thing oh, up 15 pull, yards pull. in front of us. Yeah. Right I mean, off the trail. Again, it thinks these four people walking right at it, gets up, starts running away, we start bugling, and it stops. He even started coming back to us. Yeah, we, he was coming looking back a little at bit us. at a cow <laughs> Looking at us. So there's definitely elk in this place. And so, yeah, Connor, like you're saying, I mean, this is literally the honey hole of all honey holes in Connor's head. Yeah. And we get up there, and to my defense, we had elk bugle morning one. We did. We heard one bugle. Day one was great. Yeah, I well, heard for at you least guys. three or four bulls bugle. We saw four bulls. Me and Mark saw four bulls. <laughs> we get to the top. Connor can't hear. That's when we find out Connor's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> He's bugling, and 
<laughs> Myself, Zach, and Mark, we each point one direction. Did you hear that? Everyone's pointing on where it is, and Connor's I'm looking at us the like, other way, like, what? What are you guys talking like, This is the story of the next eight days. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a lot of pointing and a lot of Connor not here. <laughs> Man. Yeah, the next day there was a bull with some cows on that same ridge. Right? 2018? Yeah, so in that year 2018, I know we're going back and forth here for you guys, but... Sorry. Same location. You'll track. Um, same location on Ridge 2 where, you know, we had our experience in 2018. This is still 2018. The next day, me, Logan, Zach, and Tyler. We're doing our whole calling sequence in all these basins. Go Ridge 1 into that basin, call in the saddle, work our way over to Ridge 2, start working our way down Ridge 2. We get a bull fired. We get a bull bugling, and he sounds like he's slowly working his way up the ridge point. Yeah, it sounded like they were just na- almost naturally working their way yeah. towards us. Yeah. And we knew from talking to other hunters, there was a smaller bull in there with about five or six cows already. We knew there was but they were telling us he was pretty skittish. Like, he's just been bumping around, moving around, right. pretty much, I think, afraid of losing his cows to the bigger bulls, because it was right at the start of the rut. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, either way, he's working his way up. I don't know how we want to tell this story. I, I mean, Logan and... Tyler, we all the speedy guys, like, kind of yeah. dropped down yeah. off to the left of the ridge. Mark stays up on top. And, was kind of and I hung way back. back. And I was trying to hug the thick on yeah. the right, trying to kind of drop more off the right side of the ridge. And so I thought we were covering kind of the ridge. And Zach's staying back, and he's just kind of calling, yeah. but he's not I pushing too much. I should have moved forward a little. Because I was, I didn't know, I guess, I didn't realize all of you guys moved so far forward. You were moving in. Yeah. So... I mean, I think, I mean, it was what it was learning. Experience. Really what happened too was I, I know I was within 55 yards of the elk. Like I could hear the twigs snapping. I could see movement across in the thicket, but, and then they blew out. I didn't know why they blew out. Cause my wind was good, but I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that Tyler and Logan had worked way down further than me and they didn't know it either. So really what happened was they got below the elk where, and the wind wasn't good. Because that elk came in, they came in a good bit just quiet. Yeah, they were. And for all I know, it might have just been cows. Like, I don't know. There's a bugle. There's a bugle. But I never had a, you know, like, I saw them at about those 55, 60 yards, whatever. Yeah. Um, How many others? But I never, you know, I was seeing movement and hearing things. Mm -hmm. And I never got, I never heard a bugle, never heard mewing. Yeah. I think the elk kind of knew something was up. Yeah. But... Great learning. They never experience. stepped out. I had just like a small little like 40 yard in front of me. Just this little open patch of grass. But that was Fun. a year. Those like that was an action packed weekend for me and Logan just to show up. And the bulls, man, the bulls in there were just cranking. I think, I mean, Mark, Mark's one nutted seven by seven bugle. That's what we call it. One nutted oh, seven, seven by seven. <laughs> Mark's the one nut seven by seven, but he got him fired up. And for those next two days, I mean, we bumped into probably 10 different hunters and there, I mean, it was crawling with people, but it was also crawling with guys, but it was kind of like the same story of everyone we bumped into. The bulls were just fired up. I know at least the two guys that were the only other two guys accessing it from where we were, they killed one. Yeah, we watched them, Tyler and me, were at camp. 
the ASAP truck. Yeah, the more they had a spray painted rattle can camo single cab like Toyota or Nissan pickup truck. Yeah, that's yeah, they, awesome. They drove out with a nice rack hanging oh, off yeah. the back. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, they definitely shot one that that night. That was our last night because Tyler and me rolled out that next morning. Yeah, me and Logan only had that. You had the weekend. Yeah, we we stayed. We were Tyler. We had talked about hunting Monday, but at this point, we had hit four we, days really hard. So hard. We're pretty beat. We also knew we had to get back to work, which work was more important to us, I guess, then than it is now. <laughs> now we'd be back. We'd have been. We probably just took the rest of that week off. Oh man! With how the bulls were going, for but, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was there was elk in there, and we never really got into a situation there where we were smelling them. There's we a few times I think we down in up on Ridge too. On Ridge too, we're smelling them. There's good scent yeah okay. elk were definitely just like i think the rut i think a cow probably had come in heat right like that friday and the bulls were just like it's go time yeah i mean it literally was a flip of a switch yeah it yeah. was like that morning that mark was practicing his lip balls like that like we joke but like that started the rut you know like it <laughs> yeah. was like literally it was that moment when we heard the first bugle actually the first three bugles at the same time, that it was just a madhouse. I mean, it got to it the was. point on that trip that, like, when I bugled, like, when somebody bugled, I expected you to hear something. Absolutely. You were, hmm. like, almost surprised when you're like, oh, there's nothing. Really? Like, there's nothing? Yeah, like, Come on, exactly. like, let, let's get up right up ahead because clearly it's not hearing me, you know. Let's get up to this ridge, bugle, like, we'll hear something over there. It was, yeah, 2018 was a good season because then me and Logan ran in. We were on a bunch of elk, just never sealed the deal. We both were... So close, but we want to just roll into the the desperate 2019 season. It's not much to tell. Uh, <laughs> we decided after 2018 season that we would take. We all work for Mark and Tyler's construction company, so we decided. Last podcast, it was just Mark's company. Mark's so company. Yeah. All right, I guess so. That's what we asked. Yeah. <laughs> so we're joined this time by Tyler, our other boss. Um, <laughs> Is that what they said on that last podcast? It was just my construction that company. We work for Mark's construction company. Yeah. <laughs> it's also Tyler's. Um, Mark, who's hired, Mark hired me though. So Tyler I mean, hired you too. I never really. I I don't think I'd ever talked to you. I can talk to you. I never. I, never I don't know. We went to. Oh, had an interview. Yeah. Same with same with me. Tyler just was like, I went fishing with Tyler. It was like the first time I met him. We went fishing together, and he goes, I mean, I thought you were hired already. And this was like before Mike and I had our interview. Mark lured me Mark's... away from the position I was in <laughs> with the money. <laughs> Which really isn't much. I keep getting my pay docked. <laughs> we give it to Connor. That's the thing. Yeah, we yeah. Connor, Connor more. So we Connor keeps that. getting these raises. And I just keep like. <laughs> the key is you just don't print their pay stubs. <laughs> so, so nobody knows. Know. So we have it set up. Yeah, you guys should actually look at what you get paid because it's not I emailed much. them to Connor. Connor's got yeah. I've got I had it set stubs. up. I can email them to you. I had to ask yeah, for them. Exactly. Just ask me. Yeah. We don't print pay stubs, and they get direct deposits, so we just tell them money's there, and they they're happy. But <laughs> <laughs> they, I actually don't even check their hours every week. It's just kind of like a set amount. 
We're just working salary. We're on salary, but it's a half time. It's a base salary, so. No. Gosh. Anyway, yeah. That's a good a good turn away from talking about the 2019 season. Yeah. But Anyways, we're very fortunate to work for a company that values God, family, and hunting. That's right. Mm-hmm. Enough to shut down the entire company, which, I mean, there's four of us. But, <laughs> and just had... Head south. Yeah, but for what it's worth, I was making phone calls on Ridge One every time I get over getting cell phone service, which I'm not doing next year. Yeah, the house next year it's a full hunt trip. It's a full stop. We're gonna have to communicate that to clients. So yeah, but it's Montana. (laughs) I'm not. Yeah, the synopsis of it, like we took ten days. What do we have? We know we had twelve days set. Yeah, I think it was, it was 10 days. I think it was 10. Because it was Wednesday through a weekend to the next weekend. Yeah, so we got there Wednesday. We ended up leaving early, though. We left Tuesday. Remember Tuesday night? Yeah, so we got into camp Tuesday night, hunted Wednesday. Yep. Me and Connor, or me and Tyler, hiked on Tuesday night along Bugles on that yeah. logging road. Oh, yeah, so me and Connor made sure our Testing out the new Sitka jacket. Yeah. It was a fun trip. Dang. I think I spent more time in... Super one <laughs> in my <laughs> than I did within the vicinity of elk because we just bounced all over the place. But I think it's setting us up to have a good 2020. Yeah, I sure but, hope so. But we won't all be hunting together this year, we're still figuring that out because I got some family coming out. Zach thinks he's going to be doing school, but the condensed version of 2019 was cold and foggy and rainy all day, oh, yeah. bright moon. All night, and cold. And no rain at night. No rain at night. Just rain Just cold, night. wet, and no elk. Yep. Minus the elk we saw. We did get on some elk, but there was never, like, actual yeah. rut action. Zach and me got on four bulls together, bachelor group, not fired up at all. They're just playing in... Yeah, they were yeah, just, playing just playing. Down they were younger bulls, but they still should have been... It shouldn't <laughs> have been, like, how that was. So this is night one. Me and Mark... Hiked all over God's Green Acre, trying to find these elk. Acres. We found elk, mm-hmm. um, and then we're hiking back. Found a deadhead. Found a muley deadhead. Yeah, That's looking right. at it right now. Yep. Me and Mark smelled these elk. We're going down after this bull that's in an absolute hole. Wind's good. We're hiking down the steep face, get down to kind of to the bottom, and I'm in front of Mark. And I, like, out of the corner of my eye, I just see Mark, like, what I think just, like, face plant. But I look back, and I just see Mark's smiling face, like, laying on the ground, holding up a newly dead head. <laughs> <laughs> and I fall, getting it. I don't know what you did. All I know is It was you, steep. Like, we were going down something that didn't have the best footing. Yeah, you might have been, like, on your knees or something. Yeah. But from my angle, it looked like Mark was just laying on the ground, triumphantly holding the dead It's <laughs> a nice 4x4 four yeah. four mule. It is. Yeah, with shooter. some kickers. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Saying, like, in two years, that thing would have been a nice buck. I mean, it is a muley trophy. Yeah. While we're on the topic yeah. of face plants, that same <laughs> trip, Zach and I <laughs> And Zach, I forget, were you on top of a stump or walking over so, a log? Again, we're in this burn area. And... Me and Tyler here at Bull, we're by these lakes, and it's like the next lake up. So we start going. Tyler hikes way faster than me. So he's in front, and I, like, go to, like, step on this log or, like, jump over this log. And I don't know what happens, but all I know is I'm, like, 
head first, diving towards the ground. So Zach catches his foot. I'm watching him, <laughs> and he literally just like. <laughs> I mean, just goes with it. Just, like, <laughs> pull on. Like, as soon as he knows he's falling, embraces the trip, and he is falling. Like, not even, hand, not even hands out. Just, like, <laughs> I'm going. And, like, well, I have my bow in my hand, so I just, like, put my hands at my side, and a clump of bear grass saved my face. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes just full set, face first into the dirt. Like, I have never had a fall like that. It was that. incredible. Where but, was this at? Up uh, where we we bivy hunted way back. Oh, in. so you'd have hurt yourself. We were back in there. We were, back we in, were there. in there, but again, we'd hear bulls. They just would run away from us. As soon and we'd as hear them all night. Call. We were bulls all, all night sleeping in the hammock. Again, it's just the bad days with the clear, full moon nights. Yeah, like they were super active at night. So weird. Pretty sure that one calf walked like we definitely, forty yeah. yards from our campsite in like dead of dark, yeah. right by us. Man, that's a fun season. Taking a salt lick in next year. <laughs> Man, 2019, it whooped us. It, it whooped, whooped us. us. We had some moments. I mean, we were, with what we saw hiking out, I was 100 yards from a 5x5. Five five. Oh, yeah, that's a good story. That was So hiking was out night one, just before dark, me and Mark are up on this ridge, ridge one, and there's a big meadow down below us, and Mark spots these elk down there. So we pull up our binos, and it's four bulls. 600 yards off? And they're ways down there. Yeah. And they're, like, play fighting and, like, just feeding. Just feeding. It's pretty cool to watch them. But Mark wants me to start cow calling. We're a good 600 feet Phrases. vertical Zach's above like, them. Zach's like, we're just going to watch them until dark and then hike back to camp. Yeah, it's night one. And I'm like, Should've no, I don't want to blow them out. Should have done that. Fun. I'm like, no, I want to make a move on these elk. Anyways, so I start cow calling. Mark's at the edge of a cliff against a tree. I don't know, hoping they'll come up, I guess. I don't know. I. <laughs> so I'm just cow calling, just watching them. I realized within about f- two minutes of me sitting there, Zach, call, cow calling, that the bulls weren't going to come up. This was a bad idea. Oh, it's, a, it's a cliff. It's, yeah, it's a cliff. cliff. And so that's when I enacted plan B, but couldn't tell Zach what plan B was. Yes, so, so I'm cow calling, and I'm just kind of looking around, watching the elk, and I look back to the tree Mark was by, and he's not there anymore. So, like, I walk to the edge, and Mark is nowhere to be seen. Mark is... <laughs> I went down the cliff. Full sentence. <laughs> down the cliff, straight at the elk. Also, my wife can't listen to this. Zero chip coverage. No, no, you're fully open. Not it's a light. field. It's not even like I'm just walking nice and high grass. The elk all put their head down. I try to close 15 yards. Then I freeze. <laughs> like, it was a painfully slow. And I, I also couldn't go fast because I'm a slip away from a bad, a bad trip. I'm, I'm a slip away from getting a lot closer to those elk in a hurry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you got to... I was in 100 yards. Yep, I could have shot. I shot at uh, 70. I had a pin at 65, and I would have shot at 70. Um, I got, yeah. The last spot I ranged was 130 on them. And then I had to make, I had to move. Um, yeah, I, I had a spot that I just put it, I couldn't go down it. There was no way. Just the cliff was, yeah, wouldn't have been, I, I wouldn't have made it. So I was either like, I got to go left or right. Problem was, is how they were working up and to the left, so I worked to the left too. 
I know I closed it to 100, but at that point also the wind wasn't good either. Not like the visibility was good, but they let me walk to them that close. I was like, heck, I, I had a moment of like, I think I'm going to close these 35 yards. Like these things just keep letting me walk right to them. But they didn't, and they bolted. They bolted. Never sell them again. I'll just put it this way, though. Mark was so amped, he got up to me on the ridge through what he said wasn't a very bad hike at all, which we ended up doing the next night, and it was not a fun hike. Oh, when you get that close to elk, all senses are gone. (laughs) Mark got out on top of the world. This is the first season Mark has ever had trekking poles. They changed the game. Yeah, buy trekking poles. He, They're miracle sticks. He out-hiked all of us with those trekking poles. I'm no in the worst shape they, out of everyone here. Oh my God. And we hiked this place six miles uphill the whole way, and these guys didn't want to get up over the ridge. I was shocked. Over the ridge? Over the mountain? Ridge, mountain. Was... When you got trekking poles, it's the same thing. That's another thousand. <laughs> I was legitimately mad that Mark had these poles because I did not want to go up. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I felt like crap. I did not want to go up there. I'm thinking, this is pointless. And Mark just like, has a smile on his face, just waiting for us. Oh my gosh. Up the mountain. But... We met the coolest guy on top of the mountain. And that's a story. What happened as soon as we crested the hill? We heard a bugle. Bull bugle. We bumped the bull. Yeah. So what happened? We get up to the crest of this hill, and we are dead tired. Like it's day four, five. We've been hitting it pretty hard. We're in a new area, six miles deep. Exhausted. We get to the top of this hill, and we hear a bull. We bugle at it, and it bugles back. And Mark sprays. Mark carries a bottle of cow pee. So unbeknownst to us, Mark sprays the bottle of cow pee, and I just get this whiff of like, and I'm a yeah, I'm asterisk. like 20, I'm like, 25 yards ahead of him with the wind coming to my face. Game on! There's elk up here. There's a bull bugling. So we work, and it was only probably like five minutes until like the bugling stopped. And then Tyler saw nothing oh. happened. And then do well, you want to take saw, it from I saw yeah. Here? So I, I'm moving in, and the where the bull is coming from, there's a nice. A nice grassy meadow, and this thing's gonna be moving right into the timber where I'm standing. And I see what I thought was a cow. I see a white, kind of a white butt moving up on the, the mountainside. I'm like, that's an elk. Like, there's there's a bull coming in. <clears throat> and then I see kind of like this blue blue thing moving through the woods too. I'm like, what the heck? But like everything's telling me, like what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, what you're smelling, you know, what I'm smelling. <laughs> it's like we're close to elk, and like we're gonna kill a bull, like. That hike was actually worth it. Lo and behold, literally, the man, the myth, the legend starts walking across this field. We call him Mr. Miyagi. I don't know his name. Never an Asian American gentleman. He is an awesome dude, but he comes strolling across in his full Sitka gear and his black Nike football cleats. <laughs> We're six miles back. There's a 5'4 Asian guy. And Nike off, football cleats. Nike football cleats, revolver on his hip, full Sitka, brand new Matthews bow, Nike football cleats. Packing a Nike Mountain Elk bite and blow bugle. That's <laughs> that, the best sounding bugle I've ever heard. Oh my gosh. It he's got his wife in camp. He's horses. calling bulls into camp. Right. As he's with eating, his horses. He already <laughs> passed up on two bulls. Nice bulls. And. He is the coolest guy ever. Yeah. 
the dude, man, Mr. We don't know his name. We, we, call him we Mr. can have Miyagi. A, we can have a. And the reason we call him Mr. Miyagi, it's you might think it's a racial slur. It's not because in, I I I like I, he is I, the I claimed I wanted the stories we heard from this guy. I wanted to be his, his Daniel. His son. Daniel, Daniel son. Yeah, like, that's what it was. I would go wax his truck to learn his which. That's a really oh nice my truck. God. Dodge 3500 dually with a giant horse trailer. Giant heated yeah. horse trailer. Oh, yeah. yeah. This dude's got... Yeah. Don't know who he is, but if you need catering in Missoula, find him. You're find a catering <laughs> company in Missoula, Montana. Anyway, like, yeah. Mr. Miyagi, it's not not bad. It's just I want to be his David. I want to know the tricks of the trade. No, he's the master. Like, I he's mean, he, he, he would not tell us how big of a bull he saw up there that he's trying to call, but he passed on... What did he say? Was it a? I think it was a small, like five by five, five by five or something. He passed like on a three by four and a five by. And five. then the bull we bumped because there was a bull on top. We there was a that. bull when we there went was. up there. He was drawn at forty yards, and then we probably bumped that we bull. Bumped it. He, it was he a bull and a cow. He didn't, but I think. And he, did. he never told us the size of that bull. Well, All he said, he said oh, was, "It was a shooter." Well, he'll say the big bull. The big bull. That's what he called it. He never told us the size, and he got a good look at. it. And this guy, I mean, he has, I mean, he is telling us stories of him and buddies packing out six by sixes together. Yeah, so it sounds like he's hunted this area for years. And one year they killed three, like, big bulls out of there. But his wife comes and cooks for him in camp. Yeah, it was just him and his wife up there. That's it. Just two of them. With horses. With horses. And we're up there dying. Yeah. (laughs) Our wives are at home. I mean, I wasn't. Mark had the trekking poles. No, I was dying. <laughs> also, that he could bugle, mate. Like he had the best bugle. Yeah. He, he was stubborn. He knew what he's doing. Do you think he rides horses in the football cleats so he can just jump off and go? Maybe I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Maybe we could have a whole podcast series on Mr. Miyagi. That's true. The legend. That is. He's out there. He's out there. He's getting it done. Anyway, so based 2018 and 2019 were very different, very different seasons, and I think for me, looking forward to 2020, I told Mark this, I'm hunting more aggressive than I did last year in 2019. I saw aggressiveness play out well in 2018. There's lots of different factors, but I don't want to drive away from a location or drive home without a rack in the back of my truck and say, like, I did not give yeah. it, like, I did not go after him. Put it this way. Tyler's either killing a bull or he's blowing, blowing all the bulls out of that basin. So you don't want to hunt there after Tyler. Yeah. But no, I, I think I agree. Cause, I mean, we had a bull bugling a couple times down in a canyon, and we never did go down on it. It was hard because the wind was always bad, and I think that's why that bull was down there. Yeah. But it, What's your approach this year, Zach? Just fling. Just start flinging. Fling no. Oh, I'm shooting 100. For my, my approach, I don't know. Like, probably this, almost the same as last year. It's just last year, like, we talked to farmers who owned all the property at the bottom of the mountain, and he yeah. said he, he had 200 head of elk yeah. with bulls in there. And that never happened. September 15th, yeah. down in the farm country, lowlands. And even we have a, a good older gentleman who's our good friend that we always go visit when we're down in southwest Montana elk hunting and he's a rancher he has land 
and they already had elk down on their property, which he said they never seen before. All his rancher buddies had elk down on their land. And yeah, there was they're hearing no, bulls. Like, there was no cows yeah. in the mountains. No. Brian and Karen are sitting on their porch, eating dinner, hearing bulls bugle on their land. On their ranch, which is like, never happened for them. Never happened for them. So, yeah. So we can get into our wolves yeah. subject then next. So. Yeah, I don't know if the predator pressure was especially high which in this we area. We saw a lot more predator sign up there. Yeah, and I mean, just, my deadhead was a wolf killer, pretty sure. And just pushed everything down. But it's like, we got on bulls, but nothing was running, because personally, I think there was no cows up right. high this year. Um, yeah, I've yet to see a cow in that in that whole south, like that area, while I'm bow hunting. Mm. I've only seen bulls. Yep. Even the trail camera pictures, all the bulls that were in there. Yeah. Not the cows. There's definitely, I mean, there's, there's elk in there, but... It's hard when, like, especially we, like, we all enjoy the run and gun, bugling, calling them in. It's, none of us can sit on a wallow for two days straight and hope that a bull comes and gets a drink. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't. No, we, oh, we sat chance. a meadow for half an hour, mewing, and I about lost my mind. Yeah, we tried, we tried everything, but, like, it. It almost progressively got worse because I think the bulls felt like they were feeling the beans and started to go find the cows and yeah, kind of move right. out of those areas. Yeah. So, who knows next year? Maybe we need to find. We didn't even kill a grouse this year. Oh, we, yeah, we did. We did. Tyler it took a while, but we got it. Right so, Connor and Tyler hiking out of like the six mile deep spot, they're both very good hikers. College athletes. <laughs> we'll just call them that. So me and Mark are obviously lagging That's behind. Cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, like, Connor and Tyler, like, they walk as fast as I jog. So they're way ahead of us. Also, I mean, me and Zach did kind of have a mutual agreement. I'll admit I was the first one up the mountain, last one off of it. Got, you know, true color started showing. Yeah. But there, I got no problem with letting Tyler and Connor get 30 minutes ahead of me and get food cooking at the truck. Yeah, but that didn't happen. <laughs> me and you cook. No, yeah. Tyler cooked. Tyler's always, always cooking. cooking. Yeah, Tyler's a good I cook. Like I cooked on that day, too. That was fun. That was one of the best days. I mean, we had 10 a.m. pancakes. Doritos and beer. Doritos. Yeah, I had a cold smoke at 10 a.m. cooking Reading pan- the paper. I brought a paper. Cooking pancakes in my boxers. Oh, man. That was good. Anyways. It got hot then. We killed a grouse. Me and Mark catch up to Connor and Tyler, who Tyler has flung a broadhead at a grouse. Hit it. Sliced hit it. it. It flies up in a tree, and we come on. Oh God. Did you take some shots at it? Oh, nine? Uh, no? Yes. <laughs> I think you Everyone's, emptied your mag. I didn't empty my mag. I shot five stand, times. I'm just watching this whole thing play out. Everyone's standing there throwing rocks and sticks and, like, trying to get this thing out of the tree. Connor pulls out his handgun from, I don't know, he whiffs five, six times. Whiffs bad. At five yards, maybe. Mark, oh, it was, no, it was up like, the tree. Yeah. Ten it was, yards. Oh, yeah. It was, no. like, 15. It was, like, 15. It was close. I whiffed bad, but it was not five yards close. It's all right. 44. It was just out of reach. <laughs> Of, like, getting. 
It was close. Mark pulls out the 44. Forgot to swap out the bear loads. Had a bear load. Pegs the thing out of the tree, but it's still alive. So I wring its neck, and we have meat. It's good. It tasted great. The first grass I ever ate. Yeah. It's good. I mean, as after we... Did we have sausage up there or bacon? We had some sort of bacon. Meat. Bacon. We had bacon, and so we had pancakes and bacon, and then we bacon wrapped grass grass. We well, we fried it in the bacon grease. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what we yeah, did. that's what. We did. So it tasted good. great. On the way down, I smoked a grouse. Oh yeah, I remember that. Off Pegged fire. it. I thought it was dead, and I walked up to it. What were you shooting for tips? Were you shooting a judo tip? Like smoked it. I sent the thing right through the middle of it, and the feathers were everywhere, and it kind of just like bounded off like five yards away. Zach walks up to it. Yeah, you've had bad luck. Off it flies. Yeah, judo just blow right through grouse for me, and they fly away. I've had good luck with mine, but I don't know. Shooting the same ones, you got a heavier grain, but. I like the blunt tips, too, where you just yeah, stun them. them. I might get a few of those this year. I might try the small game heads. Yeah, that guy we ran them, into. He said oh, small yeah. game heads. Those right. G5 small game heads, because yeah. they don't like have the fins that bend back. Right. Mm-hmm. So they just catch everything. I feel like you... I mean, that's nice they're about the judos. Yeah, they're expensive. What's nice about the judos, though, is that this is nice when... Like, you can usually find them. Like, if you're not yeah. shooting into a tree... Yeah. Like, but I've been with Zach when we couldn't find them back. But think about when we were out just like pegging little br- like saplings, you know? Like, yeah, that was know. fun. Yeah. Like you can't do that with your small game head. No. Because you're no. bearing arrows, you're ru- you're going to ruin your broadhead. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's just a broadhead. You know, I mean, it's pretty much a judo, but like it has like, judos has those little like spring arms. Right. But these just have like Three solid metal blunt yeah. arms that catch. I think it's the same idea, but we're over an hour. It's a good that one. was 2018, 2019. 2019. We have all yet to kill an elk. 2020 is the year. Turn of a decade. Yeah. Yeah, it's bear season now. We're sitting... On a couch. On a couch. Looking out the most beautiful day we've had this spring. And it's only oh, I'm going out It's only spring. noon. Connor and Zach have off today. Me and Tyler are supposed to do office work. When we end this to. podcast. I'm probably going to do my best to tempt Tyler out of office work. But Why don't you do it on the podcast? <laughs> uh, we got some all right. to put bids in on. Till next time. Till next time. Episode 2 of the Backcountry Road Hunters. Great. Yeah, we didn't even do an intro. Yeah, we need to define backcountry road hunters at some point for people to know what what that actually means. My pickup truck can get anywhere I can hike. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Chevy six liter, oh, man. Oh, man. Chevy six liter with the four wheel drive knocking. Them. <laughs> cool. Oh man. I mean, backcountry road hunters. We hunt the back. We we, we hunt the backcountry. But yet, I was raised tooling around with Grandpa on the road. You merge those things, and you have the backcountry road hunters. There you go. I love both. So we do. I say we each talk about our own versions of what that means next podcast. I like that. That's a good idea. All right. I mean, I think you see it in, like, the class of who's all represented here in our different spectrums of people. There you go. Yeah. Stay tuned. Next episode.